For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome in, everybody. 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. Jake Marsing here in the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center for uh, the real episode, the actual episode yeah, of the Broncos Blitz for today, Thursday, November the 3rd, 2016. Ryan Green is with me as he was for the Get to Know a Bronco episode Howdy. featuring Jordan Taylor, which you can go listen to right now here on 5280sportsnetwork.com. Good stuff. Lots of great stuff in that interview. Go check it out. But Ryan, let's be honest, Jordan Taylor, good kid, nice guy, probably not going to be an enormous factor in the Raiders-Broncos game this weekend. He's down the list. He's a lot, down lot the list. has happened if he's a factor. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I hope, yeah, again, I hope you forgive me as I'm dealing with a cold. And yes. I'm running about to the edge of my uh, of my stamina here <laughs> been up for the morning radio show. By the way, Ryan, as, we, as I teased on, on the previous pod that we just recorded with Jordan Taylor, uh, not a great morning for me. Right. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I just, you know, I work with uh, uh, Vic Lombardi, on that, on his morning radio show, seven to ten a.m. Shameless plugs. Sports. I get you. AM nine fifty. You, you're always welcome to plug your CBS Sports <laughs> stuff too. Our bosses aren't listening, exactly. Probably. Um, but no. Uh, so this show starts at seven. Yeah. I'm supposed to be there at six. What's so that? my alarm goes off at four. Right. It takes me a half hour to get ready, and it, the drive, depending on traffic, can be an hour. It's reasonable, me. yeah. That's yeah. Reasonable. So I, my alarm goes off at four. Right. Guess what time I was up today. Oh, boy. Uh, I was up probably... at 6.48 in the morning. That's good. 12 minutes before the show was supposed okay. to start, and I feel awful you're, about it. You're cutting it kind of close? I'll, yeah, cutting it a little bit. Sorry, sorry, and then they to laugh, but... Uh, you no, know, thank you to yeah. uh, thank you to everybody over there for tolerating me, and thank you, the listener of the Broncos Blitz, for tolerating me probably over the next week or so as I get over whatever nonsense that's entered my body. <laughs> I'm not contagious. Everyone listening. I guess I'm the test subject. Here. Every Bronco player. I guess player, I'm the Petri dish. Every Bronco player listening. Yes. <laughs> when I come up to you in the locker yeah. room, I am not contagious. Oh, I, I can't wait for there to be some ESPN alert saying half the locker room is sick and, yeah. and, and doubtful for Sunday's game. That's when you get a tap on the shoulder in the media room right That'll there. That'll be hilarious. Uh, but no, the, the, the Broncos were back at work today, Ryan. Uh, yeah. Lots of stuff happened. Wade Phillips, Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware all spoke. Stuff going down in the locker room. But probably the big story today is Aqib Tlaib missing yeah, practice. Going to California, according to head coach Gary Kubiak, to get a second opinion on the low back injury that has really stifled him uh, in the last couple weeks. It's a low back. We know that, sources are saying. Um Sources meaning my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's a low back injury that he's dealing with. They're trying to get it straightened out. The question really in that case, if if Tlaib isn't able to go this weekend, which it's looking progressively like that's going to be the case, that he's going to be out again. If that's the case, it doesn't really impact Bradley Roby. Like, I've said this before. I'm not worried about Bradley Roby slash Aqib Tlaib. Right. I think Roby can step in for Tlaib and do a, a just as good a job. Right. Maybe not just as good, but right up there with, with Roby. 
The guy that it really makes a difference for is Lorenzo Doss, a former guest on the Get to Know a Bronco uh, edition yep. of the pod. That's the guy that it makes a big difference for, and that's the guy that the Broncos are really going to count on to step up. Wade Phillips spoke about that a little bit today at the podium. You know, he made the fourth down play on the, on the uh, two-yard line yeah. for us. You know, he came in and played a good game for us, so uh, he, he was ready to play. So, you know, I'm, I'm pleased about that. If he has to go in and play more, he will. But, I mean, he played a lot in that last game so and did some good things. He made a lot of plays on the ball this summer in camp. What is it about guys that have that knack for being on the ball like Doss seems to have? Yeah, he's a, he's a smart player, uh, but, um, yeah, it's instincts, I guess. He, he, he anticipates well and then uh, does it. Some guys, some guys react quick, but uh, they don't anticipate. And he anticipates things, you know. So he kind of kind of ran our other quarterback out of here with a two 100-yard interceptions. And uh, so he, he, he made some plays in, in the uh, training camp, and he's continued to do that. Yeah, right. Lorenzo really is going to have to step up in a big way. Yeah, I mean, he did last week, so we know he's capable of having a great performance. Uh, you know, I, I, I think you are right, and I think – Roby replacing Akib, that's that's not a big drop off. But at the same time, I'd still rather have Akib out there. Well, of course. Then, at least then, on the sideline too. Exactly. I mean, yeah. That's that's the one thing is is I know a lot of people kind of see what he's done in Dallas uh, this yeah. summer and think that he's a he's he's a a menace uh, or a distraction. Maybe I guess to would lead, be a better yeah. way of saying it. But. Don't get it twisted. Akib is a leader in this locker room, and really, he he is the attitude the Broncos' defense wants. He, yeah, he and TJ Ward are the heart and soul mm-hmm. of the Broncos' defense from an attitude perspective and a toughness perspective. Like you remember during the Del Rio years before they showed up, everybody said that they wanted attitude and toughness on the Broncos' right. defense. Yeah. Those two guys brought that attitude and toughness. Those two signings. Exactly. Um, The the reason that changed is because those two guys walked into the building. Right. Tlaib is a huge part of this team. uh, But he may not be available to go on Sunday, which would mean the defensive coordinator, Wade Phillips, would have to figure some things out. Yes. We already heard the cut about Doss. It was great to see Wade up on the podium. Oh, yeah. By the way, today. Wade being Wade. You could tell he was a little bit... uh, Oh, he's sore. He's sore. I saw him... So I'm walking around after his presser with a big bandage wrapped around his body. Yeah. Um, he he has a fractured rib on his left side. Uh, as he said, he's all right. He's got 23 more ribs to spare. But he does have a fractured rib. Also had some bumps and bruises. Had a cut on his lip. Some other mm-hmm. things. Uh, but generally, considering how bad that could have been, and he acknowledged as much, uh, it, it, it was... He definitely dodged the proverbial bullet. Let's hear Wade talk about that on the podium today. You know, I said, if I'm going to go out, I'd like to go out on an interception for a touchdown. (laughs) 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 That was my last play. That's still been all right. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we we were off the side. I mean, I wasn't in the wide area. But, but, uh, actually, when when, – when Roby intercepted, Vaughn pushed the guy, so the guy kind of accelerated, and there were like three of us standing there, and none of us were able to move at all. I mean, if he'd have hit you know, one of the Marks, other guys, yeah, yeah it'd been in uh, been same kind of collision. So, uh, 
But the difference is now, I, you know, the coaches get shot up for practice. I had to get shot up for practice yesterday, and the players don't. So. You, you, left rib there, you got something? Yeah, I got a little fractured rib. So. Okay. But I got 23 more, so. Did you did, did you see it, and uh, do you consider yourself lucky that uh, a fractured rib is all you had? Yeah, because I hit the back of my head on the, on the ground. And, uh, you know, they did a they did the uh, – Catch can or whatever on my head, and they didn't find anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, you didn't, so you didn't have, right. you didn't have any concussion, <laughs> concussion <laughs> symptoms? Huh? No concussion symptoms? No, I don't have to go through protocols. So, no. uh, I'm all right this week. Yeah, so obviously it looks like he's probably going to be coaching from the box. Not something that he does regularly. I think he said he did it back with the Texans at, at, with Kubiak at one point. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, he had internal surgery and had yeah, that done. Yeah, yeah but uh, again, for what it looked like was pretty bad. So for him to be, you know, even back this week and not having to take a week yeah. off with a fractured rib, I think that's huge for this kind of game. You could tell uh, while he was talking, I was looking in his eyes a little bit. You could just kind of tell when he was asked that question, he he's seriously thinking about being in the box at least this week maybe more yeah you can tell he doesn't like being in the box no but he's also a little bit i don't know if gun shy is the right word but he didn't want to get hit like that again well and vaughn came up right after him and said yeah we don't need him on the sidelines if he's going to get run over so yeah. uh obviously yes it is much easier to get what you want across when you're looking at someone in the face on the sidelines but at the same time, I think this defense is talented enough to where that shouldn't affect the performance. No, you're absolutely right. And Wade will be fully capable of making calls from the box. Yes. That won't be an issue. And the great thing that he even mentioned in his presser today was that the technology now is so that you can relay calls straight down to whoever's yeah, got the headset exactly. in their head, which would be Brandon Marshall, assuming he's ready to go. And Brandon Marshall, by the way, does feel optimistic that he's going to be able to play. Uh, on Sunday with that yeah. hamstring injury that he has. We shall see. Uh, but I think that the Broncos have every opportunity in front of them to come out on Sunday, win this game, whether Wade Phillips is in the box, whether he's on the sideline. I think he, if I had to guess, I would say he's going to be in the box mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, That's he, a fair guess. He does have some pain in his rib. It was pretty obvious. Right. He kept grabbing at it yeah. while he was up at the podium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we certainly, everybody out here, no doubt, wants Wade to feel as, as comfortable as he can because he is a, such a great guy to talk to, an interesting guy to talk to. Uh, and he's got a tough challenge this weekend against the Raiders and Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. This is uh, this is exciting. Uh, this is one of the most look, look, I don't know, most anticipated game for me, at least this, so far this year. Um, it's It's been the Chiefs the past couple of years, but this one, it, it, it seems like... <laughs> The Raiders are actually back to being good. Uh, I know, I don't know, I'm still a little skeptical on how good they are. This is going to be the the proof. Uh, I'm kind of one of those people that are like, you know, they've really struggled with some teams. And at the same time, they could be 2-6 and six with how some of these games are going. You know, they, they won on a two-point conversion. They won on a fourth down with four minutes left in overtime. I mean, they could be, you know, very well not 2-6 and six, or 6-2. Yeah. and two. So it's just going to be interesting. I think they're going to be 
be fired up. I think the fans are going to be fired up at that stadium for the first time in a long time. I think that this is their shot at saying, hey, no, look, we're, we're back to being a legitimate team. We're no longer a laughing stock that we have been for the past decade. The Raiders are back, all that stuff. So, And at the same time, this is the Broncos team that really, as we have been saying all week, seems extremely focused. They they see, like, they're not taking this game lightly. That you not, could... not as many laughs in the locker room. Right. Not, it's very... Very intense in there. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like they're worried. Like they know <laughs> no, no, that no, this no, is no, going to no. be a long week. But they are. They're ready to play some. Football. It's a light focus. Yeah. yeah, they're 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 happy and they're they're content. But they're they're definitely focused. Yeah. The one other piece of news that I kind of thought was interesting from Kubiak today, he talked about uh, Matt Paradis. I was not actually at the presser, but I, I've seen it. Uh, you were there, Ryan. Yes. Matt Paradis, Russell O'Kong. What's the update on how they're going to go the rest of the season? Uh, it's going to be, it, it seems like they're just going to be day to day for the, for the rest of the season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for, for Paradis, uh, it <laughs> seems like the coaches are pretty confident in what he can do without practice time. Uh, they feel much like they do about him with, with, you know, like Trevor Simeon, you know, they said it, it's, it's, he may not be getting the practice reps, but he's intelligent <laughs> enough to know what to do when the situation comes. Okung, uh, you know, that's the one that kind of worries me a little bit. Me too. Oh, at least, yeah. at least, uh, cause Who's his backup? Who who, who probably Tyson Bryant? Exactly. So, and he, we have been talking about it. We talked about it on the game preview. For him, right now, it's not a, it's it's a coaching thing and, and a technique thing with him. It's, he's, it's, he's having a rough time with that with that back step that you were talking. Yeah, about. Yeah. So basically, the issue that's gone on with Russell Okung in the last two weeks is he's really so when you when you're an offensive lineman, right? You the first thing that you do in pass protection, you're catching. Right, mm-hmm. run protection, you're mauling. But in pass pro, you're basically catching. So the idea is you want to swing your, your, your kick step out and be there to catch a guy so mm-hmm. you're getting it too. No, I, um, sw- I swallowed the water weird. I um, admit it. So you got your hands here, right? Okung, the thing that he's done, really since he got concussed, he wasn't doing this early in the season, but he is now, because he got run over a couple of times. Yeah. Which is usually a sign that your your kick step is... is uh, too deep or too shallow that your kick steps off because you're not getting the leverage you need to be able to hold up against guys. You're just kind of getting pushed into your quarterback. Uh But what I've seen him do on tape is he's making his kick step shallow and he's given up. I mean, he's just given up that outside shoulder. Right. So guys are able to just go basically around him, Uh uh, which is not necessarily ideal if you're an offensive lineman. Right. And so, I, I mean, we... The the one thing that actually stood out to me and, and, and surprised me, and a lot of people are going to forget this, but the Broncos haven't scored an offensive touchdown against the Raiders in an entire year. It's true. Uh, and so whatever, again, I think it's just Jack Del Rio knowing, and maybe it's because uh, Trevor Simeon is now in and and, and uh, Del Rio hasn't really coached against you know him for four years like he did with Manning and, and, and Osweiler. <laughs> maybe this is the game where the Broncos offense can really get rolling. But at the same time, I expect a slugfest, uh, and I think it, it as most games go with the Broncos, it's going to be whose defense plays better. Um, but I think the I think the Broncos have a have a very good chance of winning this game. I feel better about this game than I did against last week, you know, against the Chargers. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. No, I think. I, I, look, I'll break the game down tomorrow. You won't be here, Ryan. I won't unfortunately, be here. you won't be. I won't. Yeah, we'll miss yes, you. We'll I know. miss you, Ryan. I know. Uh, I'll break the game down tomorrow, assuming I can 
uh, get through a sentence without hacking up a lung. <laughs> Again, not contagious, I swear. Uh, just just feeling a little under the weather. Uh, but yeah, the, the thing for me is going to be those coaching points of emphasis, especially in the offensive line. Can the that's the big question with this Broncos team every single week? Will they be able to run the football? Right. That's the ultimate question. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I'll break it down uh, tomorrow here on the Broncos Blitz. I will also do it in written form. I swear to God, I'm going to have a game preview <laughs> up this week, even if it kills him. Even if it kills me, I'm also going to have stories on Michael Malone and where the Nuggets are headed. Uh, I'm, I'll also do some hey, stuff I'm excited on for the Nuggets. Phillips, I am too. I, I haven't been excited about the Nuggets, but watching them this year, I'm like, okay, this yeah. is a team I can watch. So I'll have some stuff on Michael Malone and the Nuggets on the site as well, cool. hopefully by the end of the day tomorrow. Uh, some stuff on uh, the Broncos' defense. And the big question for me with the Broncos' defense is their confidence. They seem confident enough to carry this football team all the way, but that does not necessarily mean they should have to. That right. piece will be on 5280sportsnetwork.com by the end of the day tomorrow. Some other stuff as well. Knock on wood. Hopefully, that means I need to go home. I need to take a nap. Yeah, dude. And, chicken noodle uh, soup. Chicken noodle soup. I will, uh, I'll be here tomorrow here at the UC Health Training Center. Maybe I should stop by a UC Health on my way <laughs> home. That would be helpful. Now that. Get some stuff in my system. That is some good product placement. Uh, yeah, they're not paying us. Why did I do that for? That was silly. Yeah. But if you want to, UC Health. Hey, <laughs> give me a call. 303-775-6376. Oh, bold. Yeah, that's my real number. All right. Feel free to text me, listeners of Broncos Blitz. I'd love to hear from you. Or, or if you don't want to do that, you can always hit me up on Twitter, at Jake D. Marsing. He's at rgreen5280. He won't be here tomorrow, but uh, game preview video as well. Yes, that'll be It'll be, be posted soon. onto YouTube. We get that up tonight, you think? Uh, Yeah, I should. Yeah, tonight. Okay. okay. Great. Yeah. So we'll have that up uh, tonight, tomorrow at the latest. Also look out for the morning minutes with Nate Lundy, Sean Drotar every day. Snake Stakes podcast, football with Chad Brown. A bus game kicking off here uh, where we record in just a little bit against yeah. UCLA. Uh, so no bold, just buffs with Matt Smith, Daters podcast, friggin' you name it, we've got it at 52sportsnetwork.com. Check it all out on the site. And in the meantime, for everybody at 5280SN, he's Ryan Green. He's Jake Marsing. This is 5280 Sports Network.